What's today's date, girl? Uh, today is January January five fifth, two thousand nineteen. This is episode one thirty five uh, of Let's Watch a Full Life Movie on YouTube. L W A F L O Y T. Excuse me, as we're known uh, in the iTunes and RSS feed. Carl, what's the movie? Today we are watching another National Lampoon movie. National Lampoon's Golf Punk. Golf Punk, starring Tom Arnold. And it seems when you search on YouTube, you only find one channel. Not the best uh, quality. All right, let's do it. We'll do it in a second. What will we watch about? With who? Hi. What are we going to do? Watch. This is Clark. Clark. I'm Mike's friend. On what? My turn-ons are sad sheets. I like to pee outdoors. You should follow me on Twitter. Not duh like duh. that's It's duh like French, so it's jokes duh Follow me now. Ahoy, mates. Are you tired? <laughs> I'm rattling up. We usually play that theme song at the end, and then our station break plays. This is Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. We are streaming live uh, January 5th, 2019, episode 135. We're watching National Lampoon's Golf Punks, another movie with the National Lampoon's logo on it. That's the only reason why we're watching it. That's right. If we watch a bunch of them, we go to our website, let's watch a full length movie on youtube.blogspot.com, and uh, it's tagged National Lampoon. You can see it on the left column, all the movies we've done from these guys, and of course, they're unrelated to each other. And uh, right. Carl, what is the movie we're watching today? This is Golf Punks, G O L F Punks, 1998. Uh, and if you search on YouTube, which you should read, doing right now it only comes up one channel that's worth anything which channel what channel? and that is fwp film network fwp film network published national lampoons golf punks onto youtube oh i typed in go- golf punks hang on a second <laughs> they're all polish they do that polka music right. that was very punk rock of me misspelling punk okay i see it so once again it's it's our only choice FWP Film Network alright well as you can hear I hit the movie and it starts so we have the Countdown King in the studio who will count it down for the uh, the time we want you to go to this uh, YouTube clip and we want you to hit pause immediately set to zero 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 and when Mr. Paul Brumbaugh does the countdown you hit it when he says so all right. Hey, Carl. Here. Hey, what's going on? Ready Just go? another day in the hood. Here we go, folks. You know the drill. Get your finger over that little triangle. And in three, two, one, go. And he walks out of the studio. <laughs> He's gone. We're done. Bye, Obligation man. complete. <laughs> hey, hey, I just know that's how it goes, folks. <laughs> that's all folks it's it's a business this is a show fun show business all right so we are no business. there's no show <laughs> there's no show 
That's the whole joke. We do an hour long. We talk over. We talk over an entire movie. That's a show. That's yeah, right. Yeah. You ever seen the Street Science Theater three thousand? Yeah, it's nothing like that. Nothing like oh. that. They pick a classic bad movie, or they uh, yeah. they they write jokes. They, uh, they rehearse. rehearse it, yeah. Puppets. They do puppets. puppets. There's no puppets on this show. Yeah. I mean, I'm a bit of a puppet. <laughs> sure, are we all <laughs> a little bit? Well, yeah, sure. Jill Mazursky is the writer and directed by yeah. F. Harvey Frost. We're done with the credits and here we are. There's Slob Tom Arnold slobbing it up couch potato style like a churl, like a and 90s slacker. Uh-oh. Oh, no. So that means he's yelling at the TV. Come yeah. on, perfect bet. No! <laughs> oh. By the way, that bean dip that he's eating was in the movie yeah. National Lampoon's Bean Dip. It what? Starring Bean Dip from National oh. Lampoon's Golf Fugs. With a, oh, roast beef cameoed in that because of his. Yeah, right. It was oh, roast yeah. beef was in there from National Lampoon's roast beef. <laughs> so it's rare they're related. Now you see he's dipping into the dog food. Right, it's not Dean Bit. Dean Bit. We don't get the payoff. He doesn't eat it. No, that's such right. a waste. You eat it and then you arch your. Uh, show. Are, are the archetypes in this movie? Because. Uh, yeah. He's got to be like Bluto, and then you got to have like the teen sex well, comedy gang. No, uh, there's going to be no. And okay, unlike a National Lampoon film, there is. This may be the only one. There is no sex in this, except saying a girl is pretty. You'll see. Okay, because these are these golf punks are are like fourteen year olds. Right or twelve? Yeah. 12. He just uh, fed him the bean dip, and the the bad guy ate it. Now, these are food. collection people from a gambling oh. debt. He would appreciate hearing that his hard-earned money was being spent. What's the name of the gangster? Is it, oh, it's Diamond something. Joe, right? Um, I forget, believe it or not. Now, I did watch this film twice, but I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Maybe not important. Well, these two are called Harry and Bert. I mean, we never see the, the bookie guy. That's so strange. Wait a minute, they're Harry and Bert because there's a scene where these old uh, golf guys teach them how to chip. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. That's and not the, their name. I swear I researched this film. I and it's fine. Okay, uh, so this is this uh, is the ultimatum. This is Gillian Thorpe. This movie can't start until there's an ultimatum. You get that money. That's right. To That's Andrew right. Dice Clay, the dice man. <laughs> to making the grade. Well, you're going to be pushing up dices. Yeah, what I'm saying. You're gonna be wearing cement shoes. Uh, I don't understand what you're saying. Well, how could one wear shoes? If, if, Di- if Diamond Joe Third really needed, him, if Diamond Joe really needed my money, then why would he spend it on such frivolous things like cement shoes? I just don't get it. <laughs> would it be cheaper for him not to spend money on cement shoes? Ladies and gentlemen, that is a reference to a line actually in the movie. So you just oh really your way over, yeah. Wait, that, there's a there's a joke like that. I was just he I was says, just riffing. Yeah, he goes, he goes, the so and so would not appreciate that his hard earned money was being such spent on such frivolities as the rent. Oh, I got you. Oh, all right, yeah, I think I did see that scene. Maybe, uh, but I, I was just saying like, uh, there's one funny joke in this movie that I, I saw on the bus ride over here is where. Uh, this kid's trying to tell Tom Arnold a joke, and Tom Arnold, very straight yeah. faced, uh, corrects him. <laughs> like, I don't understand why it's funny. Uh, why would I do that in the first place? I don't get it. I don't get it. That's get pretty funny. Yeah, it's a hole in one. 
Yeah, go for now it. Now we're meeting Peter. All right. Peter the boy or Peter the dad? Peter the boy. And the, the guy is a neighborhood father asking him for a stock tip. Oh, yes. He always got a glass of wine. He's a little boy genius because he wears glasses. That, let's hear his voice. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. Uh, talking to Mr. Phelps here about... About... Uh, Model rockets. Crazy writing. Now what'll happen? Oh, they're going to combine the two. They'll say, like, skateboarding model rockets. And she goes, get rid of that Wall Street Journal. So he was pretending to read a comic book. Oh. And he was reading the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, come on. It's the weekend. The weekend edition is pretty lame. You should have read it by now. Now she's like, I'm worried about Peter. He's not like normal boys. And in the end, they'll be like, okay, well, he should do a sport. Okay. And then, and then it's going to be um, golf. And, well, uh, go through. This movie was written very formulaic. It is a well-written movie, but it, it follows on the movie rules. So yeah. it's doing Bad News Bears. It's doing the Mighty Ducks. So what they're going to do is go through a bunch of sports, of basketball and football, and, and you know, and every one he can't do it. How about <laughs> golf? Yeah. And then Tom Arnold gets into the mix because he coaches well, them. Y- yes. Yes. Tom Arnold's backstory is he was like an up-and-coming golfer. He was about to get onto the everyone watch you on TV circuit when uh-huh. this uh, this other player cheated, but and he made a wild accusation and nobody believed Tom Arnold. So then he went on to like wreck up the last hole till he loses to the guy who cheated, and that's uh, our backstory. So he'll never play golf again. Oh, what I don't understand from this scene is that they have an indoor grill, they have a barbecue party, and they just do it. <laughs> They just go to their kitchen to flip burgers. That's right. It makes no sense. They're at an outdoor party where you're supposed to be. You're supposed to have an outdoor grill. If your house has an indoor grill... Weird. You should probably... Where does all the heat go? Yeah, how many times do you... Do you really need an indoor grill? How often do you grill chicken in the house? You can grill on on a bad rainy day. Yeah. Okay. There's a guy on the internet. There he is. You see him in the middle? Yeah. The guy in the middle? Uh-huh. Yeah. Kudos to you, dude. He's from Canada where this film was shot. And on the YouTube channel, he it's called... I was looking all over for another publisher, you know, and I couldn't find one. Right. This is his scene from National Lampoon's Golf. He um, posted it on YouTube, this scene. Yeah. Yeah, the love of... really good. You know, we actually played that last week because I couldn't find a trailer, so I just went with that clip. And uh, oh, as a standalone double. audio clip, it just didn't hold, but I had to eventually get off. But that's great. More people now, should do on that. on YouTube, uh, he's known as H-A-Y-N-E-R Bass, B-A-S-S, Hayner Bass. Oh. And he's very involved in Canadian, well, like there's Canadian political things up there. He was on the news <laughs> and he was protesting, um, I don't know, some old retirement home can he get knocked down. So this anyway, movie was shot in Canada. Kudos to you. Kudos yeah. to you. We're, we're, glad to see, we're glad to see you again. Now, this National Lampoon film, like many, was shot in, it's like out of Canada. I guess... Canada had a direct line to National Lampoon. You know how they answer the phone over at National Lampoon? How how do they answer the phone at National Lampoon? (laughs) Bring National Lampoon. Yes, we'll sell you our name. (laughs) Who may ask is, who do I have the pleasure of speaking to? Hello, you. Hi, Canadian Film Board. Perfect. Uh, Warped warped, uh, 
Remember we saw one of these National Lampoon movies and it was sponsored by the Warp Tour? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And more music and music and then... Uh, yeah, it was a road trip one. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... it's uh, As we keep saying about National Lampoon movies, there was a certain point where they just slapped a name on it and it was yeah. for commercial reasons more. And that included taking movies that were already produced by other companies and just slap... Which was a promotion. Yeah, just repackaging it. That the surfing movie we saw, they added scenes. Yeah, where the where that one is like my life, right? It was a look back on his time as a yeah. It was a, like a coming of age story of being in right. Ventura County and uh, it was making the waves or surfing the something. It had Matthew Lillard, and they added these scenes of like, hey, those guys are on a road trip. Did you hear about it? Right. Yeah, that was With crazy. The most repugnant looking dude, uh, Bluto character. Yeah, the Bluto character. All these movies, they they kind of have a semblance. Like the Bad News Bears, they're gonna probably play. Uh, they play the tropes on that. There's one kid who's this guy. He's the white kid that it all, the audience is supposed to relate to, and then uh, his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a, an ethnic kid which has this horrible nickname. And this film has a really horrible nickname. I'm really shocked by it. Honestly, <laughs> we'll what get is to the it. Nickname? We'll get to it. We'll get to the scene. Okay. okay. We're, we're gonna see the whole movie. I'm not in a rush. Yeah. <laughs> What's so now rush, they're talking man? him into playing a sport and he's going to agree not the S word <laughs> so, no, no one right. said That's anything right. about sodomy we just want you to play a sport <laughs> the S word <laughs> I won't do that again you said that was over with your father's reformed son but so we just missed the scene in which Tom Arnold goes to his brother like can you lend me some money sure uh-huh. how much $8,000 <laughs> It's always it's a formulaic movie. It's exactly every hero's. Uh, you know, this movie's been written eighty times. Right. So then he says, "I won't give you that money, Al, but I will give you an opportunity. You can teach at the golf course." And now we're going through the various sports, and he sucks at them all. This this movie. And Tom would... Arnold flatly refused. Oh, I gotcha. This movie, he doesn't want to. He's he he has a past, a secret. Yeah, that's right. And it gets exposed. I don't know how deep you listen to this film. Oh, I, I two bus rides and a part. <laughs> <laughs> so now we have the, I'm trying the next sport. Uh, all right, karate. <laughs> Stick him up. This girl's going to kick his ass. Ba-boom. Uh, that happens whoop. in every movie. Yeah, they do a cut now scene. Now the mom's like, we'll try this one. Honey, we spent $6,000 already trying to get you into these sports. We're done. <laughs> you got to eat food. Volleyball is girly enough for you. No. And I like how they do that uh, weird cut where it, the screen decreases, yeah. like, whoop, like it spins around. Like we're watching TV. Like we're watching TV. Now no- it's just commiserating of... Oh, you know, fellow like- nerd. Yes, yeah. fellow turn Mike. But look, who's that guy? Who's that guy? It's a golfer. You Playing through. What's he doing sneaking onto the Now, not only are the tropes, like, old, but I'm sure they have a fresh take on golf jokes. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> it's the same <laughs> old golf Same formula. This is a delight for... I think for, you already know. Yeah. This movie is a delight for someone who's never seen a movie before, because it's all new to them. <laughs> uh, that guy, his name was Alistair McGrath, and he's new from Scotland. Oh, and, Scotland, uh, no less. Why all CEOs play golf? It's very popular in the business world. Are you sure you golf You see the sign says Canyon Park? Yes. 
that's supposed to be a mistake because that's the name of the real golf course. They're like Valley something. Oh, I see. Oh, well, fuck it. One shot and you're done. Yeah. So, you know, in every like sports team underdog movie, they lose and stuff, and then they like need a star player. So it's like, I know a guy, uh. but he, he doesn't want to do it. I'm not playing with no kid. And then you've got to get <laughs> talked into it. You, you know, that yeah. thing's coming. And that guy, McGrath, Alistair McGrath, he's one. By the way, his, uh, he's, his name's Renee Tardif. He's from Canada, of course. That's the only time he was ever in a movie, ever, 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 ever. Good. Get out when, get, when the getting's good. <laughs> I just did that because I love golf. Al- Renee said if uh, Trump was elected, he'd move to Canada. And then he realized he was, he's, he's Canadian, so. I already moved there. Ha ha. I was so intuitive. I knew before I was born. You know, a lot of these movies too, with these kids, when they're like different ethnicities, like the Scottish kid, they Mm -hmm. meticulously talk like they're from another country. Yeah. It's like, come on. It's just a fucking kid actor. Just let the kid be him. Just act. He doesn't have to fucking (laughs) do a stereotype as well. The whole thing is stereotype. Here's the plumber. Oh, I see. Well, it's the dad. It's the dad. Oh. Anytime you see the dad, he's being clumsy. It's, it's you know, knocking over stuff. And oh, right. Saw a lot of that when he was doing the grill. So the grill was in the kitchen, and now dad's in the kitchen fixing the pipe. Yeah, he's fixing under the sink, and... He's never going to leave the kitchen, is he? up somehow, and it starts coming out of the refrigerator. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Does not know. I'm not saying to know. Ow. I happen to have. So bad. I was in Groundlings. Canadian Groundlings. This is uh, as good as it gets. Now, this film is very racist. It has this character named. Yes. Raghead. Uh-huh. Rajid. My name and is Rajid. He- Right. Right. And he also super meticulates an ethnic uh, accent. Oh, and it's terrible. He's like, I'm praying to the God of so-and-so. This kid, it's a kid actor who's in this, who's 12. Just let him be. Just let him be himself. That's probably funnier. Hello. They just hugged the stereotypes because this writing was very, it was written well in the sense that it follows all the rules. But well, I that's the bad news bears rules. Right. Because right. Walter Matthau was unapologetically the worst person to train kids, and that was the real humor <laughs> to it. You know, that he was not a good choice. And uh, it was nothing charming about it. Other than it was Walter Matthau. Oh, jacket and tie required. Sorry, Carl. Right. They're going to the... Right. No, I didn't go in. I just waited in the car. They are going to... Uh, Oh, now we see like he kicks over the golf clubs. Ha, ha, ha. Anytime the dad's around, that'll happen. Well, at least it's the dad. So here we're going to have a scene in which they're like, okay, we care about our kids, so we're going to join the golf club. And then they find out it's 42 grand a year. That's fucking so nuts. So they'll get there. That's eight years in college, I believe. Oh, wait a, wait a, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> 42 a year? That says all right. <laughs> oh, so this is a... Uh... Plenty of beginners. Okay. The bad guy, the golfer who cheated. Yes. That's what they were showing. He is our star teacher. Oh, well, he teaches. So what a coincidence. Well, but he like does the circuit. You know, he does the tour. He's a famous golfer. And, all, you know, to be, to give back, he coaches a team. 
Whoa, that father's around. The father knocked. My balls. That's the problem about dads. Their balls are always hanging on the floor. See, if this wasn't... Boom, pow. But if this was a National Lampoon movie, you would hear that balls joke. But it's... it's, a, it's, it's the, they would kill a horse, happen? and then they would cut the horse up. That's how it, it would end. They would knock up a 17-year-old and leave her drunk in the uh, shopping cart outside the, <laughs> their parents' house. Now, that's a National Lampoon movie. <laughs> they really... Uh, they really had a chance to make a franchise, and they instead they just made money. Well, I mean, it wasn't. They took the name, and because the name as a as a movie property is fucking great. I mean, those movies mm-hmm. made tons of money, and they define comedy in whatever respect. But so they just slap it on there. But they were just too generous, I guess. They, you know, voodoo politics. Who knows? <laughs> Economics. I mean, I don't know how the companies are set up. Now, Peter. You see Peter sitting there, yeah. our hero, who's 12. Uh-huh. His name, his real name in life is James Kirk. Uh-oh. And was he in Star so Trek? No. So there's our Star Trek uh, connection. Yes. Every, every yeah, film. Yeah, Cross to find a Star Trek reference in every film. So we watch <laughs> a film with a character named, actor named uh, James Kirk. Now, the captain of the Enterprise is James T. Kirk, and right. he's not. He's James N. Kirk. James P.P. in my pants, Kirk. <laughs> James Niberius Kirk. Now I forget what it is. It's like Nathan or something. Well, but, that's uh, a little too much information. He's not James Kirk. He's not Captain Kirk, <laughs> Carl. Just the heck. It just happened to be named. Well, James. he goes on. He was in X Men Two as as like a preteen, and huh. he was in that movie. She's the man. Oh. And um, lastly, he was in Final Destination Two. I've seen four and the Final Destination three D. Mm-hmm. Wow, so this is the only actor in this movie-ish. Yeah, pretty much. The rest of them are just, uh, you know, either the the credits are small or nothing, you know. Well, you know, I, I looked up the director, and I actually, uh, I, w- I would recommend for people watching this, his first film was called The Sex and Violence Family Hour, and it was like a groove tube uh, Kentucky Fried chick, uh, movie kind movie. of sketch mm. comedy movie and it's fifty. It's 55 minutes long it was a video from the 80s someone posted the entirety of it so it's it's interesting because this guy he is a, a prolific television director he directed episodes of Morrow's Place and 90210 but yeah, he also Melrose. he did like three or four TV Christmas movies I saw on his credits you know like A Grandfather During Christmas or something like that yeah, uh, I saw that too. Lots yeah. of TV. And he's listed as a family-friendly director, so I, th- I think it's also double ironic that in 83 he made the Sex and Violence Family Hour. But uh, To start off. To yeah. start off, yeah. You know, who's well, young back just, then? Well, probably. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, he got a real payday, and he's like, wait a minute. I still want to make these family hours, but what if... They were really... Yeah, we took out the Sex and Violence. They were family-friendly. Okay, so... They couldn't afford forty-two grand a year, so now they're going to like the cheapest golf the club ever, go. ever, ever. Oh, public links. Yeah, I like that word, public. Yeah. Here this... we're going to meet uh, Bert and Ernie. Okay, these are the crotchety old men. Harry and Bert. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to be like, oh, golf punks, oh, little kid. Oh, they coined the term golf punks. 
Mm-hmm. You know, Carl, I see that name like for fashion all the fucking time. There's uh, Tyler, the creator, has a, a fashion line called Punk uh, Golf. Excuse me. There was a store on Melrose for many a year called Golf Punk, and then mm-hmm. they had their own label. So it's not the most original title, even. Yeah. That's you know. Now Golf Goss, on the other hand, look out. <laughs> Golf Goss. <laughs> <clears throat> How do I become a goth? You have to be a nonconformist and dress exactly like we do. Uh, is that South Park? Yeah, it is exactly yeah. South Park. <laughs> okay. I kind of feel good being bad. <laughs> I saw the episode where they went emo. Well, they, <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be. That kid kept flipping his head and going per se. Yeah. Flipping his hair. They keep making references to bands I've never heard of. I completely missed it. Okay, so the threats have gotten very tough, and so now uh, Tom Arnold is agreeing to teach. And so we're also going to hear, like, I've never... He's like, we should do a round. He goes, well, I don't golf anymore. He's more into teaching nowadays. Huh. He's like he a... Goes, Wait a minute, kids? Oh, yeah, here we go. Kids? Wait a minute, I thought... Is there a problem? Uh, just, just, just give us a minute, Dave. Hey, if my efforts to help out here, Big Brother, are somehow cramping your style, I have just three words for you. Tiny and Joe. That's the name of the bad guy. Diamond Joe. Three words. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. Diamond Joe, he's the bookie guy. Yeah. And, listen, if I could tell you, my co-partner, my co-star of our podcast, I got three words for you. <laughs> In case you forgot, he was a little brother. So now we meet the punks. Uh, there they are. Just a bunch of kids. This one's shtick. He's uh, always eating. Always right, eating. which is the prototype. It's part of the, the trope. There's the teen sex comedy. There's one fat kid. Fat guy. <laughs> I don't answer to Pat or Patrick. Oh, they're introducing don't them. don't call me Tiger. Someday, I'm going to kick his butt. Good luck, Thork. Uh, he Why just you? called him whatever he wants. She's a hippie. Christina Martin. Here. I'm the love interest. Uh-huh. I'm the fat kid who keeps I eating. I have low blood sugar. If I don't keep eating, I might faint. If you want to know my doctor, I can arrange it. No need. Not necessary. Peter Wiley. <laughs> Here. You do Any need a, a letter of medical necessity. Just that he's some dorky math genius. What? Oh. Golf, Peter. Huh? Not much. I mean, not genius. any. Well, then you are a genius. Picker. Raghead Saguana. Here we go. My name is Rahat. Rahat. Not I don't want to hear it. Uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. We're going to call you that to the end of the year. Comment from a grotesque consumer of overly salted snack foods. All right, guys. Uh, Who's ever played golf before? Well, that's it. That's our, our cast of characters. Our bad news yeah. bears. Well, wasn't it bad news bears? There was one kid. They just had this slur, and they kept calling him it. The slur? Yeah, they just kept calling him something. I forgot. It's been a while since I've seen that movie, but... Oh, look at that. She's, Let's uh... see, there was... Yeah, they had... They were. There was the fat one. Right. There was the girl. Yes. There was the one who was became the star. He was like the punk kid. Right, the heartthrob. They had to go get him. There was the hero. I can't see his face. Huh. I'll have to see that movie again, actually. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. And then go see... I saw Bad News Bears goes to Japan in the theater. Oh, was, right. Yeah, yeah, that was fucking great. That took about a weird... Remember she wouldn't smile? She kept covering her smile? Yeah. All right, so here we go. We're going to learn how to golf. 
Now, Carl, I'm going to teach you how to tell a golf joke, okay? <laughs> okay. Step All right. One. Step one. Now, it's important. Listen, if you want to sit out and spend all your time writing golf jokes, you're better off taking a shit in the toilet. Ah, but seriously, since you're here for golf jokes, number one, you can't, can't stop using the following expressions. Hole in one, sand trap. Did you hear him say four? That oh, was a pretty funny joke. I see. The, 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 I the the, do you hear audio? Uh, sometimes you don't on this recording. It drops away. Yeah, so there right, is no audio in the recording right now. Right, so we'll hear. We'll do it now. Listen, son. Here, let's uh, let's use a wiffle ball. It's uh, yeah, I happen to keep. I had to, I kept it in my ass the whole time, and I'm going to smoke a cigar while you do this. Oh, oh now kid, we get a bowling ball. Oh, he has an even bigger ball. It's going to end with the, him putting his testicles on the uh, tee. All right, kid. You just got to say kid over and over again. Uh, whoop, 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 now, whoop, whoop. Bert and Ernie. It's going to hit the golf of You golf pugs. Golf. Oh, here the sound's back. Okay, here we go. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. That's hysterical. That's life. We did a good job uh, filling in. I know there's closed captioning on this video. Maybe the, that kept on. Golf, son. Is it too late to sign up for badminton? Oh, relax, Peter. Is that a Connecticut? In Connecticut? What yeah. Did you say? I'm sorry. Oh, he said, he, is it too late to sign up for a badminton? And I, I said, maybe a Connecticut. <laughs> I, okay. Because he pronounced an extra T. <laughs> mm -hmm. in oh, because in Connecticut, the word, there's two T's? There's two C's? Oh, <laughs> no, T as in titties. Uh, look at that. They're, they're playing cards. They're like, what brings you back to the links? Yeah, let's let's listen to this part. Right. He pretends he gets. Oh, you know, the fresh air and the exercise and a uh, chance to hang out with my old buddies. <laughs> That's why he came back. Your bet, Bert. I called who? Now, it's interesting. Tom Arnold, during the 90s, he's one of those cigar aficionado magazine cover guys who, yeah, like, yeah. or poker aficionado. Like, he was playing poker and smoking cigars like the rest of us in the 90s. Mm -hmm. So here they are, they're, but they're not playing hold'em. They're just playing five card. Break, break it up, you guys. If we're going to be a team, we need to... But, mister... The kids know how to dress for golf, though. i got to give it up for that. <laughs> With the hat, he just looks like yeah. Bert. Yeah, young Bert, young Harry and Bert. Look, he goes, I suck. He goes, everybody sucks at golf. That's the beauty of the game. Because I don't know if you've ever played golf, Mike, but everybody sucks at golf. It's there is, really tough. There is a public course in, in Golden Gate Park, but I, I've been playing miniature golf. There's there's two miniature golfs in San Francisco. Well, Three, one in the wharf. If you play miniature golf, you'll know that it's, it, it, it's really hard. I mean... You know, because miniature golf is kind of like putting, right. you know, in a way. And it's like, there's the hole. It's right straight in front of you. You go click it. You miss. <laughs> it's okay, so, so yeah. he decided, I'm not doing this. I quit. And he walked off the field. Now the brother's going to go. Of course, he's gambling. He's gambling. He's always gonna, he's at the bar where they show horse racing. You know that bar? OTB? Is that still around? Off track betting? Where um, you could... in, in New York, it went out of business. Now, how can you be a gambling company 
and go out of business, but they did. Uh, but it's, it's, yes, it's in, there's a place that I could go to right now in New Jersey and you go into the place and it's just the betting hall. Well, you could go to you, TV. You could go to Meadowlands, right? And see a race of the horse racing there. Uh, yeah, you could go to real Meadowlands and really watch the horse races, but off track, you can, you uh, can definitely watch the Meadowlands at this place in New Jersey. It's on, uh, 206. Huh. We should off go. Off-track betting is a real thing. We should go. Uh, there used to be an off-track oh, betting in, in Port Authority. By Skypo. Really? I That's think so. Fast. Well, there was a polling alley. Really? Before. Wow. Well, it might have been near it. Maybe it was Grand Central, but yeah, it was... Uh, that I, is low class. That's low class what? You fucking hang out in the Port Authority and you right. you gamble. You play the horses. The Port Authority used to be such a seedy place, right? You would go... You'd get off your bus, uh-huh. you'd go to get onto whatever train you needed to or, or get a taxi or whatever it is. And that walk of five minutes through there, <laughs> through all those characters. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like, if you wanted to take the subway, like, we're from New Jersey. We're Jersey kids. So you take the bus to Port Authority. And then from there, you either uh, go out in Times Square or you just take the subway. If you do off the subway, you could walk underground for, like, hours if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Juddle. Yeah, the staircases and uh, just, you know, descending uh, paths. So look you know, at it. There's uh, people who um, live in under, underground in New York, like abandoned huh. subway stations. Yeah. Part of the Holland Tunnel, uh, Lincoln Tunnel and Holland Tunnel, the tunnels that are abandoned. God, yeah. It's really, there's documentaries about it. It's kind of kind of weird. I heard about that. It's, yeah, it's, it's bad. I mean, home, being homeless sucks. And that, yeah. that's probably was probably really just the one up there. Hey, but we're we're playing golf, Carl. We're in the club right now. We don't have to talk about stuff like that. Oh, uh, real world here. issues, yeah. Okay. He goes, "What are you doing with that food in your mouth?" And he takes it out. You're supposed to think he's going to go. And you can't play golf like that. He just takes a bite and gives it back to him. Yeah, and it looks like a cigar, no less. Oh, here we go. Rule two of golf jokes. The ball is the funniest thing. I'm knocking out a little wildlife once in a while, but I do have a problem when we're taking out actual humans. This is when oh. he teaches them four. If you don't want to go to prison and you want to keep working on your game, you're going to listen to this little advice. Very underrated actor, Tom Arnold. He has a very distinct yeah, I voice. Agree. Everybody thinks he just he just hit the lottery, you know. Well, I mean, um, we could talk about that. He, he had three sitcoms that he started. It wasn't mm-hmm. just Roseanne where he was dating her at the time. Uh, yeah. But he had uh, Jackie Martin's show, Tom Arnold's show, and Tom. Mm-hmm. And Jackie Martin's show was a sitcom about a, a TV star. So, I mean, it's like a meta character, a named after him character, and then mm-hmm. a character with the first name Tom. Like, he, he did all three sitcoms like that. What's this going on? Why is there a graphic? Uh, we're... I, I don't know. Now we're just seeing like a montage of expert snacker Billy. They are thirteen. Ha ha ha! He made a crunch ah. noise when he stuck a T into the crunch bar. Dork. They're all, they're all age twelve. Ah. Oh, they just get a montage of golf jokes, and you'll see that throughout. Every time they go montages. to play a game, later she'll get real good at the sand wedge. Oh, I see. But she's a, uh, these are all golf jokes. See how they write on the screen rag head? Yeah, no, I mean, this is so bad. racist. It's so bad. Yeah, it really pulls out. I mean, it might have been funny back then, but this movie was 1998. Come on. 
I am praying to Vishnu. <sighs> oh, need the helper dog. Cheater dog. Golf joke, golf joke. These are all golf jokes. We'll just see a continuing montage. Now, in 1988, uh, this uh, Tom Arnold won the Minneapolis comedy competition as an unknown. And he just said, well, maybe I'll just, maybe I'm good. And so he went to Los Angeles just to pursue stand-up. And he got hired as a staff writer for Roseanne. That's how they... No, that's how they met. He started to appear regularly on the show I'm reading now as Arnie Thomas. Right, so that's another meta. So he's Arnie Thomas, then he's Jackie Thomas, where he's playing like a Larry Sanders character, and then he's the Tom Arnold show, and then he's Tom. He's done every yeah. sitcom variation as a star. Okay, now the thing yeah. is, he's not the greatest actor, but well, he's always likable. I mean, he also, I mean, he did a movie called The Stupids, which uh, right, right, based on the children's book, but John Landis movie, and he held it yeah. together. You know, he can. He's done a bunch of movies. His general character is, uh, you know, he's a slub that he's a reluctant leader or whatever. Well, I mean, you know, if we're just being honest, he's not extremely talented, but but he's not a slouch either. He does exactly what he's supposed. You no, know, this this is a very professional job he's doing. The voice, the the way he talks, he deals with children. Penalty stroke. Right. Penalty stroke. Here we go. How am I supposed to do Here that? Go. This is only practice. I can't do it at all. Listen, kid. Right, right. Uh, okay, but if you ever did this, well, this is part of his backstory. Yeah. Oh, I see. But I'm just saying, like he he does it very well. You know, yeah. it, it might be limited in scope. Uh, you know, during the '90s, uh, I saw him at the Punchline in San Francisco, and mm-hmm. uh, he had his own table there, and you know, his friends were there, and there were like bottles of champagne, which is not really normal, but. He, he he wasn't drinking or anything, but he went to the bar to pay off his tab, and I was just happened to be at the bar, and he was a really nice guy. I mean, I'm not going to... You know, he came off across just like a really nice guy, and he was just doing a favor to his friends, like taking them out, and it was kind of cool. Like, uh, Yeah. So I'm always a fan of his. I haven't seen his Viceland thing. He's kind of now like a personality where you can't really have like a role anymore because he's always Tom Arnold. Right, right, that's true. So he's hosting a show where he's trying to find the... Uh, uh, apprentice and they, go, uh, back, back they got to comments from him when Roseanne fell apart oh yeah I mean they divorced like I have it written here 94 they they met in 88 divorced in 94 I mean it was they married in 90 they were only married four years they'll never not be Roseanne's husband though well he did some crazy shit like he got a tattoo of her face on his chest mm-hmm. this is Roseanne mm-hmm. which he had to alter after the uh, marriage ended they bought a town together in the Midwest they owned a town wow that's so, weird yeah for tax reasons they owned this town ah <laughs> uh, the one percent oh because she became she was Roseanne Barr she was Roseanne Arnold and then she was Roseanne right and then she was just Roseanne she said made a name made a name Right. I'm Roseanne. People know who Roseanne is. Was, <laughs> they killed her on the show. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Carl. I, I just, uh, I'm, I, we are talking about that. It's just, this is the one of the few sitcoms where both parents die. We were talking about the other yeah. episode. There was a yeah. season where Dan was dead, and then they have a right. uh, spinoff series where uh, a renamed series where right. she's dead. You know, it's weird. Now, how did Dan die? Because Roseanne OD'd. Oh, uh, I don't remember. 
I don't remember. It was a heart attack. She, he died, and they were rich. And then at the the final episode was that she kind of made up, embellished the stories for her novel because the deal as a way to deal with the death of her husband. Like they weren't really rich. It was just kind of her book. Are you talking real life or in the in the in series, the series finale of, oh, of the television exactly. show Roseanne before, before they rebooted it? Okay, so now Peter is smart enough that the library, where they know him by name, he uh-huh. looks up the history and Look he at learns. Microfiche. This is 1996, right. and they had the fucking internet back then, and they're still microfiche. Poor. Yeah, that's where you get like you go to the microfiche section. Can I get mm-hmm. the newspaper archives for 1974? And you scroll. <laughs> And there's always ads in between. Now, like, the internet was only two years old. I mean, this is the way we always did it. Look it up on microfiche. All right. Do, you, do we both agree that the internet started with Space Jam came out and they had their, that website? Yes. Yeah, okay. So that was 98. So yeah, this is a couple of years before Wait, the No, 92. No, 94. 94, the internet was born. Okay. Well, 1991, 94. it was a year of punk. What was the, the, uh, the year punk broke? was the name of this documentary movie of the grunge scene and then mm-hmm. National Lampoon's Golf Punks 1998 the year golf died the punk died <laughs> <laughs> this movie fucking killed punk rock <laughs> this is the bad guy oh and, is this also thing. the cheater yes well, and we're finding out that not all he's a coach and they're about to play each other tell you know what I mean I volunteer my time in between tournaments wasn't this like there was another Tom Arnold movie called Big Bully with Rick Moranis and they were like schoolyard kids and they grew mm-hmm. up and they both were coaches for Little League and Tom Arnold was a shithead oh really <laughs> and the underdogs was Rick Moranis and now here's a movie where it's the opposite yeah it's yeah. 100% the opposite he's the good guy uh oh so montage I sniffed golf- montage now we're yeah right we're going to have another, it's a golf uh, tournament now. Not tournament, I don't know what the word is, a game. And Tourney. so since it's a real game, we're going to have a montage of golf jokes. I guess we're seeing all the right stuff right now. Look how they dressed up Raghead. Isn't that awful? Look at him. Oh, he has a colonial pith? What the fuck? I can't see right. Oh, this they sped up. Yeah. Well, he's, he's in like what's essentially a dress. I mean, he would be in American clothes like he is for the rest of the film. There he is. You oh, see yeah. Him? Yeah, pith helmet. Fucking bullshit. Terrible. Well, it's funny because National Lampoon movies, later movies, like Van Wilder also had a character. Uh, was The Return of Raj was the sequel? Uh-huh. Yeah, where it was the same kind of bullshit. Oh, so he painted an arrow so this OCD kid knows where to, to shoot it. Well, the, the, the girl love interest did it. The they love interest. Deal. You help me with golf and I'll help you with math. Oh, yeah, okay. And we'll fall in love on the way. That's a sinker. (laughs) Golf joke. Smiley face. Oh, no, not the wedge. I'm terrible at the wedge. Oh, yeah, it just so happened. And there it is, quick montage. Yeah, this is definitely like, this movie never played in the theater because I would fucking ask for my money back. I'd be like, they're using television special effects to cut the scenes. (laughs) Like watching sir, laughing. Sir, it's 1998. That is completely acceptable. <laughs> Whack! Oh, he's the young tiger? And yeah. he just hit it straight up. Right, and it fell right to in front of him. Golf joke. Oh, 
my god what's with these crunch bars i'm fat i'm fat that's my whole shtick i love to eat yeah well we saw a bunch of movies where they have the fat guy constantly eating but this movie takes the cake as it were because there's one scene where he's every scene he's eating something different yeah i remember watching he ate a sandwich then he had a drink and then he ate the chips (laughs) which is crazy order you should eat the chips before the drink but Absolutely. Speaking of in the drink, that where's that ball go? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's using Oreos. What the fuck? Oh, and he's wacky, staring at the camera. Wacky, wacky. These kids, these poor kids. No wonder they didn't make movies after this one. They just <laughs> they needed a break after this film. Traumatized. Ooh, I just got seizure from that cut. Oh no! The same old joke. Oh, it's Harry and Bert. Oh, look at it. They're they're grabbing balls. Is that the thing? Oh, they're wearing they helmets. helmets. Wow, that's bogey, double bogey, triple bogey. <laughs> Maybe stop hitting it. Now watch. Okay, the guy will hit it with this flag. Boink. Ooh, hey. Hey. Hey, no, golf coach. Making, don't start making outrageous accusations. That's a good shot. That's a good tricky Wait. shot to to shoot. That's not CGI, is it, Carl? It's, it's actual. I doubt it. Yeah. I'm sure they had a golf professional. Oh, like a watch me be wacky. I'm going to hit the ball on the flagpole, and then the, it's going to knock in the ball in the hole. No, I mean, like, you know, when, when they were filming, they probably had, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, like stunt golfers? I guess, or or a little golf gun. Because <laughs> I don't think it made them do it if they would need it. Now it's like, He's rubbing his, you know, wah, wah, wah. You guys lost. Now he's rubbing his nose in it. And this will be the and only Tom time. Arnold, they, yeah. Tom Arnold does that bully joke. Do you remember? Oh, let's see. Let's listen. You know, uh, okay. you and the kids could see some real golf being played. Maybe pick up a few pointers. We don't need any pointers. <laughs> you don't need any pointers. <laughs> anyway, oh, it's nice seeing you. Just like old times, eh? Cereal oh. pool, Waterboy cream puff. Bully. Hey, kid. I don't like bullies, and neither does Trip. So whatever you do to him, I'm going to do to Trip. Like, if you took his hat and threw it on the ground and stomped on it, well, then I'd have to do that to Trip, but we don't want that to happen now, do we? Just like old times, huh, buddy? Listen to this music. Really I love this music. That's Aww. how you know it's a bad movie. It, that's the end job. of that. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Can uh, yeah, you believe? All right. Really t- we're going to get there, too. We just got to work on our game. We got to work on our golf jokes. Why do we need to putt? We can barely make it on the green. I'm with Chatterboy. This is a total joke. I mean, we're just going to get slaughtered next time anyway. Some of us have been talking out, and we think it'd be best if we forfeit next week's game. What? what? I can't believe what I'm hearing from you guys. Come on, you just going to give up? Yeah, I mean, listen to that. Yeah, all right, here goes the speech. Who knows the story of the three little pigs? Raise your hands. Come on, let me sit. Billy, I'm raising my hand right now. Come on. It's a dumb story. I know. Do you you tell your children that the wolf eats the pig or they run to the next house? I tell them that the wolf eats the pig. Oh, I tell them the wolf, the the pigs run to the other house. I spare the pigs. Put the bacon, Michael. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> There's ham. Come on. Daddy, did the little piggy in the straw house make it? 
No, but he's made bacon. You want to know why the wolf ate him? Because Cause, cause pork is the other white meat. <laughs> look, pig is really look. Religion's got it wrong, man. Pig is good, man. Bacon alone. Uh, Taylor ham. Taylor right? ham. Canadian Canadian bacon. bacon. Uh, Canadian bacon's really good. You get ham. You get uh, pork chops. And uh, what do you think? Where do you think it comes from? Ham burger. Think about it. Ham. Oh, look at this. So, all right, this is what I'm talking about. You just watch the, the kid eat a sandwich, and I think it's Subway. I think they're promoting it. And then they're going to cut back to the kid, and he's going to be drinking. Like, there's Subway. the sandwich. Subway, the six-inch the six inch foot long, or whatever the fuck it's called. You know, that's why like, I go $5 into Subway. Five-dollar foot long. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, no, can I help you? Yeah, I'd like to get a five-dollar foot long. Sure. What flavor? Huh? <laughs> no, I want the five-dollar foot long. I'm paying to get a 12-inch. There he is. Now he's got the drink. Step into this glory hole booth, sir. <laughs> All right, I paid $5 for this foot long. Wait. Whoa, I'm not doing the... Here's your $5 back. <laughs> I'm the word Ben. Oop. Hey, I did it. He sank it. He sank it. See, kids, you keep it up. Now and... he's really giving them lessons. But right. he still won't play himself. But that's so weird. Shouldn't he be playing? Like, doesn't the teacher play around with the kids? No. He goes, give me a sandwich. Wedge. And the fact he gives him a sandwich. Yeah. And then and Tom Arnold eats it. He does it all straight. Oh, here we go. Our friends. And they're here with us today because, frankly, they got no place else to be. Plus, they're experts in the field of chipping. Ladies and gentlemen, might I present Kings of the Rough, Bert and Harry. Into the rough. Into the rough. Hey, we're not chippies. You're the chippy. Uh, so let's hear some golf tips from these guys. Now, the setup for chipping is to have the ball as far back to your back foot as possible. Keep your left wrist firm and follow through. It's also important to remember to accelerate through your swing. Carl, let's write a National Lampoon movie. I'm serious. Uh, no problem. Hey, the movie would be National Lampoons, whatever, comedian uh, punks yeah. or whatever. Will it be a tiddlywinks team? Yeah, I say an open micer. An open mic <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah, National Lampoons open mic. In the first scene, he'll be humiliated. Boo! Get off the stage. Right. Will there be a montage of funnier comedians? I think I'll just quit. Gosh, talk about product placement, man. We yeah. will be kings if we're casting. Hey, you want to be in a movie as right. a comedian? What? We're not paying, but you get exposure. All right. No, but I mean, you're everybody's friend if you're casting a... Oh, Carl, you're so funny. I'm so <laughs> glad to be a part of your team. Well, this is as exciting as watching golf. For those who like to watch golf. I'm praying to the god of Arnold Palmer because I'm a damn stereotype. <sighs> Why would you? I hate that about this film. Why would you pray to a half lemonade, half iced tea? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, make up your mind. What? Who's your god? You can't pray to Allah and Jehovah. You ever have a Arnold Palmer's uh, an Arnold, uh, alcoholic Arnold Palmer? In my Palmer? life. Yeah, it's it's just I see lemonade. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know, two tastes that go terrible together, in my opinion. Well, the story was that Arnold Palmer arrived late to the uh, golf uh, club, and he saw his wife, and he turned to uh, someone and says, oh, God, i got to get the smell of this last woman off of me. Give me anything. Drink it down. I don't know, half lemonade, half iced tea. i got to give my breath smells like pussy. (laughs) He was chugging it down, and it just happened to taste great. (laughs) Hey, what is this? Well, so, sir, I had to move quickly, and there's a half glass of lemonade, so I just filled it with iced tea. And my my breath doesn't smell like pussy anymore, and I love this drink. That's funny. hi, honey. It's like these urban legends, because I okay. Now is the encounter with the wife. Hi, honey. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm late. I was a bit in the rough. Tee hee hee. Mm, that's an interesting taste. Iced tea and lemonade? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's uh, the, the, my latest thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. And that's it makes my breath smells pussy-free. <laughs> put that on the box. <laughs> now, sir, Arnold, for the last time, we can't put that on the box. <laughs> what I heard was a different urban myth. It was like hazing in college, and they had an iced tea, and Arnold said, nobody touch this, I gotta go to the can, and this boy get pissed in it. Oh, yeah. This is pretty good. What is it, is that lemonade? <laughs> yeah, Arnold, it's lemonade. <laughs> this oh, is great, we'll call it Arnold Palmer. And we're gonna name it in your honor, this drink. It's an Arnold Palmer. <laughs> You go in the other room, we're going to prepare you another Arnold Palmer. You know, a lot of people don't realize, but the Arnold Palmer that Snapple sold was half urine. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't until it became an Arizona tea. 10% 10 real foot fruit juice. (laughs) Yeah, right. May may contain 6% fruit juice. Yellow dye number five. Uh, so we're seeing more montages. Of yeah, a lot of montages. They're getting better. Who, who's the audience for this movie? People who like golf? Kids who like Canadians. golf? Canadians. <laughs> Scottish kids. We love this it's movie. Really, it's about Tom Arnold. It's really not for fans of golf. <laughs> but there's a lot of golf shots right now and the little golf lessons and golf adages and golf jokes. and Wow, it landed right in the dot. <laughs> I think there's some magnets involved in this movie. <laughs> there's no golfer? The Caddyshack golfer doesn't show up? I'll tell you one thing that's not believable uh-huh. is that, um, okay, this is a plot point because it doesn't go, but later it will, so. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, didn't you see the uh, camera inside the golf hall? <laughs> in the, yeah, there's, they do that several times. Yeah, a lot of weird video effects in this movie. I think they they were new or something. The meth. I'm on <laughs> meth and I need a nice relaxing golf movie. Cal, National Lampoon's Golf Meth. Oh, so is there something? Let me see. Well, now it's like you shouldn't eat all those candy bars. These are half for 50% sugar and blah, blah, blah. Oh, guess where hers goes? Right into the dirt. That's that's her character. She got off scot free. That's right. That's all her character is. Don't you think it's the raising the hand? Don't you think it's ironic that the uh, background music of this golf movie sounds like New Jack Swing? Yeah, it has nothing to do with punk, certainly. No, it's not punk rock. It's a Casio setting too. She got it out. 
Yay! Yay! She's starting to get good at this. And there's the old lovable coach. Good job. Believe in yourself. So later on, they're going to totally lose, and they're like, "We did a good job today," and he's going to talk them up. Oh! And it it, it works pretty well. Teaching kids like to be slackers. Ping pong. Yeah. Oh, the old joke about where the ball goes. Hey, did I ever tell you about this golf ball I had, Carl? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. When it's on the fairway, it cuts like butter. Uh, it floats in water. Uh, it, it it bounces when it lands in, in sand. And uh, oh, it's a great golf ball. You want to see it? Yes, please. Oh, I lost it. You're, you're, I thought you were going to do a zipper sound. Oh, right. See my ball full. No, the joke is that this is the greatest ball, but I lost it. I lost it in the, in the rough. Uh, all right. Let's start over. I'm going to tell the golf joke. Okay. Okay. All right. So, no, I need a suggestion. I saw a Mr. Bean, right? Yeah. And he was doing mini golf, and you have to count your strokes. He had a little pad or whatever. And so he's like, of course, it's Mr. Bean. So it, like, it keeps on he keeps on hitting it somewhere that's bad, and then he goes to try and recover and he hits it even a worse place and he even gets on the bus, you know. <laughs> right. And then when at the end of the thing, he wraps it up by putting in this, he was counting his strokes the whole time. And so the person he hands it into is hurt. Their eyes go, gawk. Okay, never mind. All right, well, that was hysterical. Let's watch that. Okay, let's listen to him. He talks him up. Come on, we're doing good. Yeah, yeah. Mike, you blasted out of that sand trap. That was pretty cool. And- Rahad made a 12-foot putt. Christina made a couple birdies. And Billy did not leave any trash on the fairway. Now, that's real progress. Because he did candy bars. But we didn't do nothing, mister. Oh, kid, you can't say that. That's right. How can you know how good you'll be if you don't give it a try? (laughs) Oh, it is so formulaic. I have his, you know, I guess the Airbud was busy this week. This hey, was going to be an air. Kid. Wait a minute. That's Alistair McGrath. Oh, the, and he's running around like the White Rabbit. That's the mysterious kid? Yeah, what he does is he goes and collects golf balls that people lost and then he sells them. Oh. I live outside a discus golf course and I live at the park and there's a Frisbee golf course. Mm-hmm. And there's guys like that. It's just like. Once in a while, you see a guy with a big bag of golf discs uh, with, with, with discs and be like, uh, One dollar for two. <laughs> hey, did you lose a disc around here? Oh, whenever this is the deadbeats. Whenever it's raining in New York City, the, um, whenever it's raining in New York City, the umbrella sales guys come out. Yeah. It's probably like whenever the Frisbees are flying, you know, like tournament or great day or something, poof, there's a guy. Two for seven. <laughs> Well, don't you, uh, to work in a golf course, you have to collect the balls. You have to put a mattress on a golf court, a cart, and uh, drive <laughs> yeah. around. If, yeah, I, if I know anything from golf movies, I think. Uh, there's, those are the uh, gangsters. We want our money, see? Diamond Joe yeah, is very disappointed. Crushing. But you see, Peter oversaw them, right? right? So now he knows something, so it's a plot point. I'm going to... No, he's like, you wanted protection, Tom Arnold? you got to go through me first. Let's, let's hear more. All right, more. Uh, I think we got a really good shot at winning this weekend. What's wrong, kid? 
My mother says I'm cursed by the oak, which is poisoned. Oh, never mind. Okay, mute it. Ugh, it's so insulting. Is he talking so, about the I oak cursed- that is poisoned? Yeah, um, we forgot. I forgot to mention it before. We were probably talking. There's a sign that said "Poison Oak," and he went in it. Oh, and that was a setup for this. And there was a parade going. He's gonna set up in poison ivy <laughs> right before the gym. And then we just keep on playing on the stereotype. My parents have forbid it. Oh. Awful. Oh, this is the part where they all say we can't do it anymore. Um, no. Now he's saying they were saying okay well then we only have six or whatever it is five and we don't have enough for the tournament he goes I know a guy there he is Alistair McGrath oh yeah who wants to buy my balls <laughs> I washed them in the golf course in public get your hey, balls man. here hey I know you hey I know you too kid that's pretty ballsy selling your balls out oh, here oh. <laughs> you must be a dad. No, I'm as old as one, but in this movie, I'm not. He acts like a dad without being a dad. Sweet life. And of course, he's resistant. I'm you, not joining. You can't join. He looks like a newsie. Maybe he has to sell the evening edition. <laughs> he's from Scotland, so he's got to play his Scottish accent. And I should be just as offended as the Indian accent, but somehow I'm not. Yeah. Right. Well, this is because uh, I think it's because it's a Caucasian country, and I'm cool with making fun of those people. Oh. <laughs> That's what it is. Well, I, I was going to say that because golf has looked up, and he's from Scotland. He's kind of like he's better than everybody in this movie. Yeah, and that's why they want him to join, of course. And now he starts junior. Of course, Tom Arnold relates with him on something, and that's like cars or something and he's going to buy this one he's like Peter's an expert at stock tips he'll give you it if you join us oh that's a they make a deal so you get the ringer in but Peter I don't think he's interested we're sorry we took up your time take it easy oh wait a minute I changed my mind Tom Arnold is great you know I like Tom Arnold well it doesn't seem like you're interested you he, met Tom in person, and he's a great guy. I didn't meet him. I, I just saw him interact, and I, I respected what he was doing. You Did know. I ever tell you I didn't meet Deborah Harry? <laughs> yes, you told Please me. Please don't tell me that story again. Uh, here we so go. I go to a hotel in uh-huh. Georgia, and it uh-huh. is the Carlton, Ritz-Carlton and for work. And there at the bar is um, Funny Videos guy. Um. You know, full house guy. Oh, Bob Saget. Yeah. And he was drinking at the bar with people and he was like <clears throat> ready to have friends and talk. And you know what I mean? Like, right. that was my chance to meet him and everything. And I didn't do it. You'd let you. Deborah Harry. <laughs> Thank you for not telling me the Debbie Harris story. Thank you for telling me another story. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh. Okay, so now he's on the team. Yeah. Wait, now the- you see. The, I saw the kid, the fat kid, uh, with a T-shirt yeah. that says "Bite Me" on it. That's not going to point out because that plays out as as part of the plot. He goes, you see, the Scottish kid is in a kilt, and they're all like, he's in a dress. So he goes, one of your teammates, as one of your players, is not dressed in proper attire. He goes, come on, haven't you ever experimented as a kid? He goes, no, that kid has no collar on his shirt. I guess the skirt's okay. 
But is it bite me that's offensive or the fact that he has no yes. collar? It's not that it's offensive. He has no collar. But he has a collar. Oh, no, he's just wearing a... Right. So they switch. Uh, and, and it, it fits. Look how big it is. Yeah. Well, the, the fat kid and Tom Arnold have to wear the same clothing. <laughs> I'm a 2X. Me too. Uh-oh. And it's like, don't make fun of my skirt. It's centuries and centuries of history. You know, one of my favorite golf movies has uh, Samuel L. Jackson and, uh, <laughs> what was it? It was like uh, State 51 or, fuck, what was it called? He was a... You will put this ball. Well, he was Scottish and um, oh. he was a, a doctor who created an ecstasy pill for meatloaf. And uh, he gets his shenanigans, and at, and Robert Carlyle's in it. And at the end, uh, he has enough money to to buy his mansion in Scotland and play golf. Uh huh. What was it called? It was Fifty First State, I think it was called in Europe. And I just I just thought it was a better title than I never remember the original. Uh, montage. Sorry. Mm-hmm. They all got their glasses on. We're we're doing this. We're doing it. We're gonna win. Taking his butt. Yeah, a lot of sound effects wow, in this movie. Wow, no food joke. No, it's just a kid playing golf. Yeah. High five. High five. Down low. Slapped your ass. Too slow. Too Slapped slow. Your Groped you. <laughs> I was expecting Me that. Me too. Oh, it looks, yeah, she didn't go in the sand. Boing. Boing. Another in the hole camera. Yeah. I like this movie when there was no sound to it. See, here I thought, I incorrectly, even though I saw this twice, thought that it was set up. Remember, she didn't go far enough the first couple times. Okay, never mind. Wait, so the kid couldn't play golf because he wasn't wearing a collar. So he switched his shirts with Tom Arnold, and Tom Arnold's allowed on the course because he's not playing golf. He's not a player. I don't get it. So I could show up in a t-shirt at a golf at a country club and they'll let me in because if I don't play golf? <coughs> um, you can't ring a phone if you don't have a caller. <laughs> <coughs> uh, are you they don't mar- have an anonymous for what I got. I asked, I said, are you married to him? Because there's a ring around the collar. <coughs> I'm not married to this shirt, uh, coach. What? Why is there a ring around the collar? <laughs> Whoa! But you have a ring I've around the collar. I've tried sprays. I've tried scrubbing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm so glad I gave my wife ring around the uh, collar, because uh, whisk, because she was so embarrassed about my sweaty, filthy neck. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, Sound effect. Wee, 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 wee. Da da da. Da Slow motion, like 2001. This is a feel-good scene. It's a scene that doesn't advance the plot. That means we're in the 45 page yeah. mark. Uh huh. Right. Well, this is a family film when they when they all feel good about each other. Yay! We're a family. He's smoking a cigar. Yeah, the whole movie. It's a 90s thing. The cigar. Oh, uh, now we get to eat at brand name restaurant. Now, here they break a movie rule. 
Okay. Because we're about to have our second feel-good scene that doesn't advance the plot. Well, this is bad news bears when they go to Pizza Hut. Like, there's a scene yeah. at the victory uh, lunch. And do you remember in Bad News Bears they had the food fight? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. Oh, he just put ash in the food. He walked That's in with a cigar. What's next? This is not a brand name restaurant. No. They did no tie-in with uh, Hardee's or Carl's no, Jr. No, it's just a Canadian. You see the maple oh, yeah. wood. You know, it's just a Canadian place. So it's a Canadian back bacon burger. So they're like, you never play golf. He goes, all right, I'll show you all how I hit the putter if you never ask me again. Oh, and then he's going to be great. He's going to be like Bagger Vance. Do you think Tom Arnold works at a haberdashery during the day? Because that motherfucker wears so many different fucking hats. He's <laughs> wearing your grandma. Haberdashery? Uh, well, hasperda- hasperda- hasperdashery. That means hat. Okay, so now he's about to hit the ball, and he hasn't done it in 8 million years. Right. All right, I'm ready. Oh, and he changed shirts back. Did you notice that? He's wearing no. a collared shirt. The kid has his bite me shirt. Oh, yes, yes, yes. There it goes. Ooh. Bionic golf joke. Boing, 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 boing. Yay! Hey, Carl, I haven't told a golf joke in eight years, but... Uh, I think as an example, I'll have to show you kids how to do it. Look how big his, skull, his bite me shirt is. I like that shirt's got stretched out by Tom Martin. It smells like a white man. <laughs> why, is it, why would a 12-year-old boy want to wear a shirt worn by a 45-year-old guy? He looks up to him. He can still smell him on Yeah, it. I bet. On the underarm part. Now, what happens here is they're like, you really did a great job. How come you choked at whatever? And he's like, what the fuck? What did you just say? And then we find out oh, here's Peter looked it up at that. So you did this, huh, Einstein? Well, you're a pretty smart kid, aren't you? Well, what else you got on me, huh? Did you do a credit search? Did credit you dig through my trash? Did you contact my ex-wife? I created the internet. I was just curious. Did you call Roseanne? <laughs> yeah, my ex-wife. He mentioned it. It's kind of clunky, but he made a joke about himself. Way to go. Thanks for creating Google and Google searching. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to find a way I could look up our coach. So I, I invented Google search. So I'm sorry. Real loose. Bend your knees a little bit. Okay, now. That's good. After that hey, look, big, awful blow up, it's Edward the next day. Yeah. And they're at, rehe- they're at practice. And we find out that Peter quit. So what, Tom's... I can't, I can't do it. Do you, so is Tom going to show up to the little kid's house? Exactly. Hey there, buddy. Hey, kid. Mind if I talk to your son, Mr. and Mrs. Fop Perrin? <laughs> yeah, we're just happy to be in this movie still. <clears throat> He's like, what about my feelings? I got my feelings. Well, Peter's traumatized. He's like, is that traumatized? He goes, oh, no, Peter's traumatized. <laughs> if I know kids like I know kids, he's pretty traumatized. For Look, life? he's wearing another hat. <clears throat> he changes is his hat. The ha- 
Hasperdashery. Has, Hasperdashery. No, say it wrong. <laughs> it's funny if you say, you say Hatterdashery. Hatterdashery. At the Hatterdashery. Yeah. Like <laughs> if you don't have time to get to get your hat him, I'd recommend yeah, Hatterdashery. Had it all that. It's the Hatterdashery Express. Oh hi Tom. Hi Frank. Listen, I'm in a dash. <laughs> I'm off to the grocery. I'm meeting friends for drinks. I don't have time have to get a dash? new hat. Hatterdashery. Oh yeah. Chattendashery. Yeah, I just didn't want you telling your teammates about my past. It's kind of a sore spot for me. I know. I'm sorry. That's okay. Oh, now he's playing baseball, the kid? So he took his lucky club and he had it sawed down to that kid's side, which is really nice of him. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't want Nice, but Man. too late. Well, listen, kid, I, I had to drive an hour and a half to the fucking golf place. Then yeah. I, yeah, I spent $200, and it is my lucky golf club and all. My, he was hassling me. Why are you chopping your luck? I know you, Al. This is your lucky. Yeah. Oh, Al. His name is Al. Yeah, Al. Is Al. Is he wearing a wig? Is this like the last time Tom Arnold was young? No. Uh, I don't know. No, that's Tom. That's his hair. That's his hair? So he's like... <clears throat> Listen, I'm thinking, he was like, you quit golf. Well, I was thinking of trying again, if you'll come with me. So he lured him to the course. But now he really is sincerely going to try. He's, he's, he's like back to his old Tarmano self. He can really hit the ball. Huh. His Al self. Al? So can you, Peter. Hot five. Hey, you made it over the pond. Do we have the music with this? Awesome, and he didn't even need Lucinda. Yeah, 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 come on. His lucky club. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's good with kids. That Tom Arnold. Wow, now they have a nice little fatherly walk. Oh, we missed a great line there. Like, you don't look like you play golf. You just look like you sit around and smoke guitars, uh, smoke cigars all day. And he goes, that's not true. I also drink and I gamble. I've been fucking your wife. Your, your mom. Sorry. I felt ruined. I that. wish I would told you to turn up the sound. It's one of the funniest jokes in this film. Plus, I had a five stroke lead, so I thought, what the heck, right? It's now probably, the, it's probably the only. The backstory. Probably the only non golf joke. My lead. Next thing you know, he right, takes right. a birdie on 18, beats me by one stroke. You can't play golf. Looks like you just sit around and smoke cigars all day. I do not. That yeah. is not true. After that, I, I lost I my drink, swing. I couldn't even make <laughs> Wow. That's a good joke, yeah. What? That reminds me of old Steve Allen joke on his show. He used to do all the time. He would say, um, let someone go, you know, you robbing, backstabbing, blah, 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 lazy son of a gun. And Steve Allen would react to the the, the lamest charge. He'd go, lazy. Steve Allen? Uh, you know. Steve Allen or Jack Penny? What? Steve Allen. Steve Allen. Yeah. I think it was Steve Allen. I, it's all black and white to me. <laughs> Steve Allen also used to do this joke called "What's the record?" Like this guy, the guy got up on top and, and he blew himself up with a pumpkin sitting on a pumpkin. It went fifty feet in the air. He goes fifty feet. What's the record? <laughs> okay, oh, well you had right. to be there. Yeah, no. All right, back to the reality. Back okay, to this film. back Sorry. to the nineties. Sorry about the tangent. <laughs> oh, kid. Maybe someday I will. Ah. Uh kid Carl uh, kid Got you know it. when it comes to I should really write you should really write the National Lampoon's open mic script 
Ah, kid, maybe I will. <laughs> After I settle this gambling debt. But what would be the, like, what would be the end? What would be... Well, there'll you know, be... What is the- it would be snobs versus uh, slobs versus snobs, and there would be like an open mic competition. Oh right, right, right. Where they had to bring people. <laughs> <laughs> the audience—you're not bringing people. It's just the audience votes on the winner. My so first bringer. Wait, <laughs> yeah, it's not a bringer. Listen, the the number of people you bring, the longer you go. Wait a second. The 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 that's got to be in it, but. The ending, of course, has to be he gets paid. He does. He gets to do a real show, right? That right. Has to be the. It ends with him getting money in his hand. Here you go, yeah. ten bucks. Yeah. I'm a real comic. Thirty-eight <laughs> fifty. National Lampoon's Open Mic. <laughs> the movie. Oh, montage. The, these are the comics I have to work with. You have thirty days to make them funny. <laughs> Yeah, if I didn't owe money to the mob. Yeah, it'd be like a washed-up teacher. Yeah. It would be some comedian playing himself, maybe. Okay, so yeah, so it would be a comedian who, like, lost out and all his friends became famous, and he, I'm not teaching a bunch of kids. (laughs) Wacka wacka. Well, I would say, like, he had a train, like, well... You got to win this open mic competition. You get paid the next gig. First prize, headlining spot on the Friday show. Friday. Like there would always be this this comedian who tell one joke that never worked, never worked, everything right. And that's right. towards the end when it's the right point, he change the they change the word and he tells it, and everyone laughs and he, they look at each other and wink. <laughs> I would I would have it that the comedian before him tells the same joke. <laughs> and then he has to come up with a new joke. You know, same premise, same punchline. You know, similar, similar. He's under pressure. Yeah, I've never written a new joke in ten years. <laughs> I better try now. Come how, on, brain. How about that president? Whoa! Wow. So today is about the most votes trumps the others. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, today's my birthday. Applause. I'm just kidding. I just want to record sound of applause. I just like when people <laughs> applaud my jokes. <laughs> wow. So, today's my birthday. Clap, clap, clap. <laughs> oh, no, it's not, but the sound of applause is just... <laughs> really healthy. So, we are talking over the final sports montage of the final yeah. championship. And as they do good... And there's no bystanders. There's no view of the other team. It's just them constantly playing golf. Right. It's not the other team. That's right. That's a big point of this whole last. Why? Why have someone pose as the other team where you could just have a wooden sign that says them versus other team? <laughs> Camera in the hole. Yay! <laughs> but she did it every other time too. I guess this is when it counts. They win. I have to say the scoreboard shows like that Vista Creek shows hospitality because while their name is permanently listed as one of the competitors, they're second. And that they put their their guests up first. 
like in any yeah, good sporting event. Yeah, right. Yeah. They're good sports. They go for they're it. The they're good sports. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so now we'll have our food fight. So maybe oh, this is after the, a food oh, joke. This guy's. Oh, right, the fat kid. He's got to take everything. Oh. This is my act. Oh, no, here comes the food fight. Now, Tom Arnold doesn't do anything. He just lets it happen until in the middle of it, he goes, come on, guys, what are you doing? Well, doesn't he, like, uh, pastrami hits his face and he, he goes, oh, no, and then he shrugs and eats it? <laughs> they didn't do that. They would have. They should have absolutely do that. This is what the critics thought of this movie. Okay. Uh, his dog? Don't bring a dog to the table. It makes me sick. <laughs> All right, and also this food. Oh, there's the dog eating in fast motion. I don't. No one in the background gives a shit. I remember the interview after this movie. They were like, "What was it like working with Tom Arnold?" And he goes, "Rough, <laughs> He said, "How's your golf game? Where does the ball usually fi- fall into?" <clears throat> rough, rough. Oh, oh, that's <laughs> right. I didn't realize they were going to say that. What's on the outside of underneath the is the ceiling, and on top is the what? <laughs> Bark Ruff. Oh, Roof Roof Ruff. Oh roof. roof Roof Sorry I've been drinking last night And I just My head is killing me Okay this is the final confrontation Yeah and if you find out that uh, Diamond Jack Whatever his name is Very happy Because Peter gave him a stock tip Oh Tripled his money So here's He cancels all debt uh-huh. And he gives you a voucher for five hundred dollars worth oh, of that's a, Is that how gangsters work? Is that how? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that how gambling? In work? this movie, these guys are like lame sharks, not loan sharks. <laughs> <laughs> and like we bought you a new TV because we took your old one. Yeah, it's analog, just the way you like it. You hook the cable up, and you got yourself the MTV and whatever the kids are watching in '98. <laughs> You got your MTV here with the butthead and whatever. Yeah. We have uh, VH and this new channel, VH1. Imagine if I was the Lone Sharks, I'd be like, I got your TV back. All it plays is OTV. But if you ever want to bet, (laughs) (laughs) it has ESPN, ESPN2, Collegiate Games. So now we have the big match, and of course, it's, oh. you know, for the championship, and it's against the bad guy. Oh, the, he shows up, the bad guy? What a coincidence. Oh, there's... No, per- the, yeah, no, I know. Peter. Hey, Peter. Golf punks. You're, you're a straight-edge golf punk, am I right, Carl? Uh, I don't know what it means, straight-edge. <laughs> Should I know what that is? Is that a punk term? Yeah, that's when oh, you don't drink. Like razor blade? No, they don't drink, and they don't do drugs. No, I'm not a straight-edge punk, no. Straight-edge punk is like, they go to the, to, they go to CBGB's during the old ages show, don't drink. What years are we talking about here? Because I was at CBGB's eight million times. Uh-huh. And you drank? And there was no straight... Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever drink underage at CBGB's? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is this at the old ages show? No. Uh, you would just go there and... I don't know. You could. There wasn't. There would be a cover at the door. You'd pay money, but I wasn't carded. I just walked in all the time. Huh. Tom Kroll, John Skolnick. Wow. Yeah, you, um, you went with a good crew. Not really. I'm, I'm, I'm the audience. Wow, that sounds like a good crew. <laughs> <laughs> 
What's going on? So the parents are excited. The, yeah, the kid good. is. So more montages. Yeah, this music. Oh, that swimming, that back. A new jack swing. Which is funny because they're swinging the golf court club. It's so 90s, those strikes, you know, the. Yeah. Oh, fancy scoreboard. Whoa. Whoa. See, that's what I'm saying. That's like, nothing, laddie. If I like golf, I would probably like this movie because it's just shots of golf. <laughs> well, I guess so, but. And I like, I like to watch young children. Mike! What? <laughs> uh oh, look what uh -oh. he's doing. It's sideways. I forgot about that. Oh, he's, yay. uh, yay, go Tiger. Oh, and the parents are there. How cute. And the parents are happy. Blink. 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 This game. What, wow, a, close. what a game. Close. Look at her in the sand. Uh, she goes into the sand and it's no problem. Yep. Her dad's proud taping him. Oh, it's in the sand. Let's see how she reacts. Her whole character has been leading up to this. <laughs> we are of the most proudest. Well, her parents were using the uh, video of the whole thing. I think that's it was some kind of. Oh yeah, here we go. Stereotype, yeah. Sixteen, seventeen. So we're going to go to the bar, the 19th hall, very shortly. Uh, nice on. Do you play... Nice on. Good one. Uh, video game golf. I love it. <laughs> That's my favorite kind of genre. Okay, wait a second. What's this kid doing? Is he, He's looking he, all around. Whoa! Hey! Oh, nobody saw him? He's wait kicking the ball. Peter song. Take a stroke. Ball. I did not. You did too. Take a stroke. Are you accusing me of cheating? Look, just take a stroke and we What's going on here? Okay. Hey, coach. Hey, this kid wants me to beat off. I said stroke, stroke. <laughs> Son, we all stroke. You know, uh, in golf. Not I, the place. Yeah. After two strokes in golf, you're basically masturbating. So now we have an accusation. But just like our backstory, there's no evidence. It's his word against Right. This is what happens when you grow up under sin. Wait a minute. Our stereotypes were videotaping the whole thing. <laughs> Careful. It's a... Uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, but it's hey. just his daughter. Let me see that again. Okay, well, in light of this, I'm sorry, Trip, but I've got to disqualify him. What? This is fucking bullshit. Scores to this what the fuck? This is where the family movie goes to the trash. <laughs> fuck you, you fucking... Because you're not supposed to get caught. Trip, I'll send you a copy if you like. <laughs> but you said... You idiot. You weren't supposed to get caught. Bobo. What a giveaway. This is what happens. Is like you're, you're a bad man and you think you're good, but then when you grow older, you that sin, you teach your children that sin. That's one to grow on. 
Now they're going to kick Peter's ass. You guys Peter's win this, ass. I personally guarantee I'm going to cram that trophy right down your little neck. Um. Huh. But Peter has new friends, you see. It's going to be cool. Well, he's got the gangsters, right? Is that who you guys show He needs hey. a bodyguard. Hey, I'm the kid's bodyguard. Is there a problem What seems to be the problem here? I love that kid. He gave like a look up and down like, what's this? <laughs> who tapped my person? shoulder? Your term results huh? are incredible, boss. Good, Did you good. want my attention? This guy sounds like Seth Rogen. I don't know, boys. Not the kid. The kid's voice makes me want to kill. (laughs) 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 Now he's going to do his four joke. Thanks, guys. Play on, Mr. Wiley. Play on. Play on. Playing through. Oh, he yelled it really loudly so he could clear the... So everyone can clear. Yeah, his... All right, here we are, 18th hole. Oh, so everyone has their own personalized golf ball, which is a yeah, yeah mm-hmm. like kids do. Oh my God, this movie can it just end? This this is probably the I don't know, I would be disappointed. Checking the break. We got to do the National Lampoon rule, which is like if you went to Blockbuster and you took this movie out, would you <laughs> go? I wasted six fifty or what? <laughs> Three three sixty. Oh wow! How much do you think you paid um, the blockbuster to watch this? This this. Oh yeah. What was it? Five dollars. Yeah, five dollars. I think this is one of those movies where some kid had a v, v, uh, copy of this and watched it a hundred <laughs> times. Like I bet you, there's people who grew up and watched this movie. I bet you. Yeah. You know, like you, back in the day, you only had what videotapes you had if it wasn't. Yeah, Mulan. Yeah, golf punks. You had, uh, I don't know, another 90s movie? Yeah, I know what you're talking about, though, but it's true. Like, we had uh, Year of the Dragon with um, Mickey, Mickey Rourke? Rourke. God, that's a crazy movie. <laughs> that's a great film. I saw that <laughs> film 8 million times. He's so racist in that film. It's amazing. Like, he's just like, he he's, he's the cop for Chinatown, and he just hates everybody. Oh, he does. Yeah. And he's selfish. He was a horrible hero. Yeah, he's a horrible so hero. So you were with him. Huh. Yeah, we had a copy of... Uh, well, I think Ferris Bueller's Day Off for me. I've, I watched that movie a million <laughs> times. And I don't even think it's good. I just keep watching it. It's not funny. It's it's a good movie, but I, I don't laugh at anything. Remember when the principal asks, what's the score? And it was 0-0. Zero, zero, and he goes, who's winning? <laughs> right, they all turn funny. at him. Yo, you mean the child molester? Alleged child molester? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Alleged. Yeah. So I think he had child, caught him with child pornography or something. And somehow Pee Wee Herman's involved. Oh, I, well, I think that was a, like they try to tie Pee Wee into it. It was uh, Jeffrey Jones is the actor who who was allegedly accused, but uh, it was some kind of like private collection that he art collection yeah. that they deemed uh, pornography, and that Paul Rubens may have purchased <laughs> something or something like that. I think they yeah, just wanted to get his name know. in there. Oh, okay. So they aren't like I thought they were Hollywood friends. And- I don't think so. Although I could see a Val lot of Kilmer movies. Val Kilmer was another one. Val Kilmer. Huh. He's like, I don't know if it's a, ch- I don't think it's children. I just think it's like some inappropriate, inappropriate stuff that is sexual. These kids won. <laughs> they're celebrating. They're happy. They're, they're hugging their parents. And then in the background, the losing kid, kids are, are getting scolded. Grimacing. Yeah. Oh, such a great idea. 
Now that's a 90s reference, right, for those commercials. Right, in every sports event, the Super Bowl right. winner says they're going to uh, Super and they get like seven million dollars or something. They just raised the date price, right? The ticket prices at Disneyland in Southern California. Is that right? Yeah, they raised it twenty five percent, and they raised mm-hmm. parking and all that stuff. They're trying. So they to, only raised it a quarter. Yeah, right. Because it was a dollar parking at Disneyland, but they they said it's for crowd control <laughs> reasons that if they overcharge, that people not that many people will come. All right, he's back at his job. Lady, like I already yeah, told well, you, this car is, is made in Tennessee. Now, that's been America since the Civil War. He now gets an offer he can't refuse, and he, he leaves the job. It's like the characters change. He's going to go back on the open. Huh. What do oh, they wait. call it? The circuit? Yeah, the circuit. Try to go pro. PGA, they keep the name. So in the middle of a sale, these kids show up with a, uh, a piece of paper saying, They, like, registered them or something. You are now a fish. I'm out of here. What about my comments? Oh, yeah, sir? my microfish joke. I was waiting to say it way back when oh, we my. had the microfish. I was like, go to the librarian. Sorry. Can I have a guppy, please? I got a guppy. Oh, a, a microfish. <laughs> microfish. <laughs> microfish, you gotta go to the pet store. So now okay, he walks out. his job, which yeah. isn't cool. It doesn't show good character because it was his brother's workplace and. But he's he's one of those he's just a crazy Bill Murray type of guy. I guess yes. Yeah. Oh, so now we're watching him play golf professionally. Right. Well, this is his chance to get onto the tour for the professionals. Huh. That's not a real news reporter. That's just some guy with a weird fetish. Uh. Yeah, that was now good. It's your turn, Tom. So close. Uh, nice and okay. Let's see how Tom does. All right. All he's got to uh, do is get it in. Yeah. And he wins. Birdie and qualifying for the pro tour. Okay, here he goes, Carl. All you need to do is tell one final golf joke, and you'll make here, it Peter, the finals. Here, Peter. Here's Lucinda. I had it extended. Is that authorized? The fuck's that about? You didn't have it extended. It's just candy canes taped to the. All right. It all comes down to this minute. One last golf joke, and he wins the championship. <laughs> Why do golfers wear two pairs of pants? In case they, they like ejaculated cats. one. Oh! Quiet, please. I think that sign was for you. <laughs> After they ejaculated, my fair... <laughs> Makes you miss a whole world. Oh, uh-huh. is it? Oh, is it gonna go in? Everybody's uh-huh. looking. Everyone's slow motion suspense. It's a heartbeat. The music's a heartbeat. Oh my god. Hey! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! What is that sound? That's my heartbeat. Oh, what is that smell? Oh, no, I meant, uh, yeah. I yeah. That was my fart beat. Your fart beat. <laughs> <laughs> I smell <laughs> your <laughs> fart <laughs> beat. Every year. Turn on your fart. That's what I was trying to do. Yay, freeze frame. Not only did they win, Tom won. Wow, that's it. No end credits. Yeah. Wow. I love it. Carl, what'd you think of National Lampoon's golf puns? Well, I was surprised because usually you search around for like a good copy of it on YouTube. Right. This movie, you're like, I'm in a hurry. 
no, I look up National Lampoon all the time in uh, mm-hmm. uh, YouTube because I want to see if there's a new movie posted. And this one posted, and I said, ah, this is like so vanilla. All right. Oh, well, it's a National Lampoon movie. They we'll spend a week doing it. That's their theme. <laughs> uh, Carl, why don't you tell them where people are while I set up the trailer for our next week's movie? Tell people what, please? What you doing? Yeah, where people can see oh, okay. more of your comedy and stuff. All right. Not that anybody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. I have like 50 hits on YouTube. But I will be at a cold punch comedy competition. It's on a Monday night. And if I win that, I get to go at Scotty's, a place I've already hosted. Big right. deal. And then I will actually do a guest spot on a Friday night at Scotty's on the 25th or 6th. Nice. I don't know. And where's Scotty's? Friday. And go to Carl That Sucks. Carl That Sucks. What about you, Mike? Oh, uh, I think I got shit this week. I'm not <laughs> doing anything. What um, about I, Roast Beef Sandwiches on your show? Oh, Roast Beef Sandwiches is not till Sunday. And uh, I didn't, okay. was, my okay. New Year's Eve show got canceled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's good day. Yeah, there we go. Uh, hey, wait a second. When is that San Francisco thing? Oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Is it the, in March? No, it's, oh, yeah, hang on a second. 30 years old. So uh, I am doing a San Francisco Sketchfest, which is happening this month okay. in January. Uh, my sketch group, The Great Difficulties, is performing on Friday, January 25th uh, over at Piano Fight with Please Leave the Bronx. And I'll be at Speakeasy for three consecutive weekends as a judge for Jokey Okey, where test <laughs> people go up and do people's acts uh, based on the monitor. So I am doing shows in, uh, in January. I'm part of Sketchfest. And then here at the station, they're going to have their fourth annual comedy festival in March, March 3rd is a Sunday. We are going to do our show live with an audience and hopefully a guest comedian, Carl from the festival. And Carl will be live on the phone with us. So uh, we'll watch a movie. Perfect. So it'll be a chance. And also, I didn't set it up this week because it's pouring rain in San Francisco and I didn't want to take my laptop. But next week, I'll have the Twitch uh, Twitch TV channel set up and uh-huh. we're, going to stream, we're going to stream the show live on Twitch. Okay, that's great. So we'll be live on mutinyradio.fm. Our podcast drops as L-W-A-L-F-M-O-Y-T later in the afternoon. Or you can watch us live on Twitch next week and the details to come. Speaking of details to come. Does Twitch do channels? Is that how they do it? Yeah, so So you... Then I could make the joke, Twitch One. Twitch One. Are we on? Oh, all right. What's oh, the joke? Sorry. No, go ahead. Tell me the joke. <laughs> I'm sorry. My sorry. You were about to tell me a joke. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. The guy's walking into a bar. He's like, I'm on a Twitch channel. And he goes, Twitch one. Oh, Twitch channel? I got you. Yeah. No, that's exactly the name of it. Twitch channel. That's what I'm asking you. Twitch channel. Third base. <laughs> oh my God! All right, so this movie uh, just came out in 2014, and uh, it's directed by a celebrity, Corbin Bernstein okay. from LA Law. It is also uh, it's a faith movie, which is fine. I'm not. That's not the fun part about this movie. But the fun part about this movie, it's a movie named after an app. It's called Christian Mingle. You ready? Only a couple of lousy short-term oh, relationships. It also has the voiceover, like from Church Bowl. Here we go. 30 years old and only a couple of lousy short-term relationships under my belt. But it wasn't for lack of trying. I dated. The guy couldn't keep eye contact with me for 10 seconds. Babe, if you're not careful, you're going to be the last one standing. Happy New Year, Miss Hayden. Happy New Year, everybody. 
I think it's the guys you're picking to go out with. Maybe you're knocking on one door hoping another will open. Thank you, Oprah. Don't call me Oprah. You're single and you're looking for a meaningful relationship. Find God's match for you at ChristianMingle.com. You're right, this is wrong. This is wrong. What's wrong? I'm, I'm Paul. Gwyneth Hayden. This is weird, isn't it? <laughs> it's a weird way to meet somebody. It's a very strange new world. But the stuff between never really changes. Family, joy, our love for the Lord. Yeah, gotta love him. The Lord. Her mm. record. He's a little like out of Leave it to Beaver, but... You guys, he was so charming. This is the guy you met online! I know, but it's not like that. This can only end badly. Sweetie, you're desperate and you're grasping at straws. You're not Christian. Christian. When is the last time you stepped into a church? Last month. You went to church last month. Okay, so it was a wedding. You're not going back tonight, sweetie. You're going to church. What am I doing? There was something about it all, though. Everyone seemed so happy. Is it... Just me, or have you always dressed like my grandma? There is something not genuine going on there. You are just being blinded by love. You seem lost. Being a believer, what does that even mean? I just wish that you hadn't lied. to say thank you for opening my eyes, my heart, all of this. For the first time, I just, I have this sense of purpose in my life. Praise God. That's Dear, inspiring. we just want to thank you for bringing Paul and I together. You uh, really did good. Thank you. I have never prayed over coffee before. Do you have any water? Hey movie fans, Valerie here with a cool Avengers movie fact. Did you know that the SHIELD research facility was actually NASA's Planbrook station? The I'm sorry, this is a test of the trailer, so I have to keep playing it. Chamber, used to test oh my god. Hey, did you know something about the Avengers? Nobody knew that. Carl, uh, I don't know yeah. why this fucking thing is playing at movie trailers at the end. But they, someone's got to make money off of this. So that is a movie called Christian Mingle from 2014. Very nice. And it's written directed okay. by Corbin Bernstein. He goes to church once she realizes that she's not Christian or what have you. She gets, she gets all churchy. Yeah, she goes to all church. And there's church jokes. So it's like this week's episode, but instead of golf jokes, they're all church jokes. <laughs> well, but in the <laughs> end, it's a faith-based movie. I mean, she... she you know, she becomes born again or whatever the right term is. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess she, she lets it back into her heart. So we'll be watching that movie. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, and thank you guys for supporting our show, as always. Uh, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. It's such a mouthful, but I just want to make sure you guys got the initials right. That's where you can find us. And uh, that will be the name of our Twitch account next week. Oh, how exciting. Uh, Carl, thank you so much for uh, putting you. up with this. And audience, thank you for putting up with this movie and all movies <laughs> in general. We'll be back next week, and uh, thank you so much. Bye. Bye, Carl. So long. He just hung up. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length
wrote this song. I, I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call. The French duh, not the duh, duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. With Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is Darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including. All right, may I have your attention, please, Mutiny Radio? Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, uh, we're here for the Millennials versus Gen X comedy fucking battle here, quite frankly. And as a Gen Xer, I gotta tell you, the Millennials are going to lose. 
right? You guys got no grit as it is. I just saw this thing on Facebook where they reminded me that when I was growing up, we used to eat mud and dirt as kids. And just a sign of what wimps who millennials are, you guys eat fucking Tide Pods. I mean, what could be more insulting to my entire generation? I mean, I guess I should have known you guys would just be a disappointment, right, from the get-go. I mean, your whole generation is like deathly allergic to peanut butter and bread, for Christ's sake. I mean, when the Armageddon comes, I'm just going to make a couple sandwiches and fight off your whole generation to rebuild society in my image. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I mean, you guys are so goddamn delusional with everything anyway, with your stupid diets, man. Your fucking paleo diet, man. Paleo, I'm paleo. How come I'm not losing weight? I'm paleo. Because you're not fucking paleo, that's why. You know what is paleo? Shivering. (laughs) Shivering is paleo. It works your core, gets them hard to reach muscles. It's just another thing on the delusional fucking scale that you guys are inhabiting so well. Your fucking stupid CrossFit workout, big for nothing bullshit. Man, we had this thing when I was growing up that took the place of CrossFit that kept us in shape. They were called chores. (laughs) We had chores. We stayed fit. I mean, CrossFit, it's just so white, right? I mean, the only reason to do CrossFit is to just do more CrossFit. That's cocaine. (laughs) Cocaine went to rehab and came out as a fitness routine, and that's how we have CrossFit. CrossFit, speaking of delusions, did a movie about themselves. They call themselves the fittest people on earth. Exactly! How do you call yourself the best at anything if you're not competing against any black or brown people? (laughs) Riddle me this. I mean, it's more like burning CrossFit. Am I right? Some people don't like that joke because they're fans of CrossFit, and some people don't like that joke for another reason. Someone once asked me, aren't you afraid someone from CrossFit's going to kick your ass after they hear that routine? And I'm like, fuck no, man. I'll knock the water bottle out of their hand. They'll get all dehydrated and fold like a cheap suit. Plus, this whole nerfed-out life you guys got, man, you're all afraid of concussions and mini-concussions and micro-concussions. They didn't have concussions when I was growing up. They were called getting your bell rung, and it was good for you. That's why I got all this character up in here. A lifetime of mini, micro, and major concussions shaped me into the man I am today. Yeah, I guess I should have known. I mean, there's just no goddamn relying on you millennials for shit. I mean, it's perfectly exemplified. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the current Nazi party around here, 
but uh, your generation's Nazis are also total wimps. I mean, they were afraid to march on San Francisco. I guess they were worried. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Asiento, take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento honestly is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.com. 
www.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Welcome. Bender's Bar and Grill, located at 806 South Van Ness in the Mission District of San Francisco. Your favorite bar with awesome bartenders, rotating local art, and a killer back patio. It's a great place to hang out and play one of their two pool tables or old school pinball machine with a tasty adult beverage. Live music every Saturday for only $5. Bender's brings you face-melting metal and rock and roll. The last Friday of the month, punk rock and schlock delivers super fun karaoke with Aileen. Come on, what's not to like? They even have counter-offer inside, frying up the tots with sexy hot burgers for your face. Open every day at 2 p.m. Their happy hour goes till 7 p.m. Bender's is proud to be a sponsor of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, because they're an awesome community asset to the dirtbags who keep art alive in the mission. Bender's Bar and Grill. Hi, welcome to My Limited View. I am your host, Sergio Novoa. And I'm your co-host, Vanessa Wilkins. Join us every Tuesday from 12 to 2 at mutinyradio.fm as we share stories, our personal stories. And struggles and challenges. And we'll also have guests come in and share their stories. And hopefully through all this, we can expand our view. Or your view. Yes, and there'll be plenty of dick jokes, so don't worry. It's not always going to be heavy. Yeah, I might even share black hair tips. Black hair tips, don't. (laughs) anything about it sorry all on my limited view yes every tuesday from 12 to 2 uh oh you can if you can also find us on apple Podcasts. oh yeah and google play and stitcher itunes oh you already said that tune in radio uh stitcher you said that spotify oh my god there's just so many and overcast um, yes, you can also find us on social media, M as in Mary, L as in Larry, P as in Peter, podcast, MOV podcast is our handle. Until next time, I hope you're enjoying your view. Yes. Bye. Bye. That, that kind of sucked balls. Good evening there, my friends, here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. Yes. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Yeah.
Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl! Are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what 